Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The planet Saturn takes its name from a Roman god of agriculture. And of all the planets revolving around our sun, it's cultivated, if you will, the greatest ring system by far. Shining rings filled with ice, dust, and rock orbit its equator. The widest one, called the Phoebe Ring, has an outer edge that's millions of miles away from Saturn itself. For comparison, the average distance between Earth and our moon is a paltry 239,000 miles, or 384,000 kilometers. Once again, astronomy puts the human ego in check. Saturn's rings get all the attention, but we shouldn't ignore its other attributes. The sixth planet in our solar system, it's also the biggest after Jupiter. Those two are in a league of their own. If you mushed every planet from Mercury to Neptune together— Saturn and Jupiter would account for over 90% of the cumulative mass of that planetary mass. But despite its immense size, Saturn is the least dense planet in the Sun's orbit, and the least spherical, too. We'll need to look at its physical makeup to understand why. Research published in 2019 showed that a day on Saturn lasts just 10 hours, 33 minutes, and 38 seconds— 
its spin rate helps explain one of the ringed world's stranger qualities. You see, Saturn is 10% wider than it is tall, a difference of over 7,000 miles or nearly 12,000 kilometers. Astronomers call that kind of disparity an equatorial bulge. Every planet in the solar system has one, but Saturn's is the most extreme. Saturn rotates around its axis at a very high speed, hence the brevity of its days. And here's where density comes into play. Like Jupiter, Saturn is a gas giant. Such worlds predominantly consist of hydrogen and helium. And whereas Earth is solid on the outside, gas giants are not. They may, however, have hard inner cores. Now, Saturn is downright huge in terms of volume. Some 764 Earth-sized objects could fit inside of it, and the planet is 95 times as massive as our homeworld. And yet, relative to its size, Earth is eight times more dense. In fact, water, yes, plain water, is denser than Saturn, although that doesn't mean the planet would float. It's not cohesive enough. So, thanks to its low, low density and zippy rotational speed, Saturn's been deformed into an oblong world that looks kind of squished in profile. Jupiter's southern hemisphere famously has an ongoing storm called the Great Red Spot. Saturn's answer to this is the Great White Spots, which are periodic tempests that arise every 20 to 30 Earth years. First detected in 1876, these weather events are colossal in scale. NASA's Cassini spacecraft spent 13 productive years hovering around Saturn. On December 5th of 2010, it witnessed the most recent iteration of the Great White Spot phenomenon. The storm was about 800 miles by 1,600 miles long when it first began. That's about 1,300 by 2,500 kilometers. But over the next six months, the spot expanded longitudinally until it had looped itself around the planet in a gigantic circle. Some researchers think the great white spots might be part of a cycle that sees the outer layer of Saturn's atmosphere slowly lose heat, allowing the warm air from lower levels to burst upward. Meanwhile, up at Saturn's North Pole, there's a cloud pattern shaped like a giant hexagon. This pleasantly symmetrical jet stream spins counterclockwise, measures about 20,000 miles or 32,000 kilometers across, and includes a hurricane that's been swirling right over the pole ever since it was discovered back in 1988. Of course, it's not the hexagon that earned Saturn a place on Chucky Finster's t-shirt. You know, from Rugrats? Anyway, the gas giant is most famous for the spectacular ring system encircling it. Planetary rings aren't rare per se. Jupiter, Uranus, and Neptune have them as well. Yet, in terms of sheer scale, the network around Saturn is totally unrivaled. Most of the primary rings come with letter names. The closest one to Saturn is called the D-ring, which has an inner radius of about 42,000 miles or 67,000 kilometers, so a lot closer than our moon. It's surrounded by the C, B, A, F, G, and E rings in that order. Uh, By the way, the rings aren't arranged alphabetically because the naming system reflects the dates of their discovery. Uh, A, B, and C were cited before the rest. When measured from its outside edge, the E ring showcases an impressive 300,000-mile radius, or 480,000 kilometers. Or at least that looks impressive until you get to know the big, bad Phoebe ring that we mentioned earlier. First spotted in 2009, this one was named after one of Saturn's moons. Untold trillions of ice, rock, and dust particles make up these rings. 
Some bits are the size of a sugar grain. Others could probably dwarf your house. In any case, the ring material is stretched remarkably thin. Saturn's rings may be as thick as two miles or three kilometers wide, down to just 32 feet or 10 meters wide. So, proportionately, the gas giant's iconic rings are thinner than a typical sheet of writing paper, as noted by astronomer Phil Plate. Whereas Saturn itself is probably around 4.5 billion years old, the age of its rings isn't as clear. Some scientists think that they were formed 10 million to 100 million years ago, when an icy comet or some ice-covered moons came too close to the planet. The visitor or visitors would have met a grisly end, getting ripped to pieces by Saturn's gravity. As those fragments collided, they grew smaller and multiplied, giving rise to the skinny but brilliant system we all know today. On the other hand, a 2019 paper argued that the rings might have originated at an earlier stage in the history of our solar system. We'll have to see how the debate unfolds as new evidence arises. There's lots about this planet that we're still learning. In October of 2019, the International Astronomical Union heralded the discovery of 20 newfound moons orbiting the gas giant. With these bodies added to the mix, there are now 82 verified Saturn moons altogether— no other planet in the solar system has that many natural satellites, not even mighty Jupiter. You can find Saturn's moons in, around, and beyond the ring system. Before Cassini was retired in 2017, it revealed that some of them gather clumps of ice and dust from the rings. Saturn's moon Titan is especially well-named. It's our solar system's second biggest moon overall, and it's dotted with seas, lakes, and rivers of liquid methane and ethane. There's only one other body within the sun's orbit that has standing pools of liquid that we know about. And here's a hint, you're sitting on it right now. Titan is also noteworthy for having an atmosphere. And it's theorized that there could be ice volcanoes that spew water instead of lava. Like Earth, Saturn gets auroras at its poles. They're invisible to the unaided human eye, but the Cassini spacecraft and the Hubble Space Telescope have captured footage of them using infrared and ultraviolet imaging. Today's episode was written by Mark Bancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.